Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the City of Angels. Hope you had a great night. Little NBA hoop. Not sure if anyone's aware that the Spurs forced a game seven against the Nuggets. That'll take place tomorrow in the Mile High City. Tonight, Clippers, Warriors, part six. That'll take place just down the street at Staples Center. And the NFL Draft will continue. What a night in Nashville. The Doug Gottlieb Show was brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. First, first, uh, let me give you a couple other things we're going to talk about. Um, I I believe last, leading up to the draft, the story that you've heard now commented on some, which is Tyreek Hill suspended from all team activities. 
that was as big a news. The the audio that a Kansas City TV station had of a discussion between Tyreek Hill and his fiance. That was as big a news in the NFL as any of the draft picks. Any of the draft picks. Tyreek Hill is a game-changing player. He's arguably the fastest player to ever play in the National Football League. And he's part of the, or he was part of, the best offense in the National Football League. Um, And I believe he'll never play for the Kansas City Chiefs again, may never play in the NFL again. We'll get to that later on in the show. But I do, I want to make sure. But I also don't want that to overshadow all these guys who, like, their hopes and dreams have, have become a reality by getting drafted in the National Football League. I want to start, though, with Nashville. Because that was amazing, right? It's raining. First time there. Probably last time there. I'll also point out that it's not something that I would do all the time in Nashville, nor did they plan on doing it all the time in Nashville. Now, Nashville has a great downtown. Nashville has, like, all the check marks for being awesome. Massively underrated city that is growing like like weeds grow through your, your pavement. You also have the mix of a music scene, albeit a country music scene, it's a music scene. It's also a place where college football is super, super important. So it's not like New York. It's not like L.A. Like in L.A., college football matters, but it's more if it's not SC, you know, it's not some of the big names. We don't know it. College football in the state of Tennessee matters. Matters. Uh, and warmer this time of year, albeit some th- th- bad thunderstorms. And they had never been there before, may never be there again. All of those things culminated in what's estimated as over 150,000 people there. It was a great night for the city. If you've ever been there, it's one of those places like, well, I can live here. I can live here. So congrats to Roger Goodell, who gets maligned in spite of the fact that his job is to have the business of the NFL running well And almost everything they've done has been successful, far more so than any other sports league. Thursday Night Football did not exist. He recreated it, then he split it into two entities, and then he made made it so that it it was going to cost Fox even more money, and they paid it, and they've made money on it. And, oh, yeah, by the way, it's kept the NFL network afloat, which has to – which gets some of those games. He's taking games to Mexico, more games to London. He's taking games to China. Like, they, from a business perspective, they're killing it. And last night was a crowning achievement. The thing that he's done, and these are not necessarily new ideas. The NBA has gone to China. The NBA has gone overseas. But the NBA did not have a, a limited finite number of games like the NFL has. And they've been unable to generate the type of attention that the NFL has. This, by the way, and I'm going to be the one guy who points it out. One of the big reasons the NFL draft is so popular is because guys are in college for three years. So we know who the hell they are. Well, most of them. Most of us didn't know who Danny Jones was before last night. Daniel Jones, quarterback of Duke, is where I want to begin. Because while Roger Goodell is trying new things with the NFL, right? Hey, look, replay is not working. Let's have it evolved. 
Overtime not working? Let's have it evolve. Remember, overtime used to be ties. Right? Replay used to be much more limited. I, I think they're going to overdo it with the ability to, to review um, judgment calls. And I think there's already too many stoppages late in NBA games and in NFL games. But the NFL is like, hell, let's try it. We're trying new things. Let's move our draft from New York City, where it's always been, to other sites. Philadelphia success. Chicago, pretty good success. Nashville, a stunning success without any question. Meanwhile, Dave Gettleman's that guy that's like, ah, it was better when it was in New York. Right? It's better when it was in New York. Now I got these cell phones, and I got to call him on his cell phone. Yeah, sure, I can track him down, but whatever happened to calling a kid on his landline? Don't believe me? I give you the plan. Look, I don't know if Daniel Jones can play. I don't. And you know what the real truth is? You have no idea if Daniel Jones can play. You don't. I thought Dwayne Haskins looked like a great quarterback. But I'll also point out that part of it was JT Barrett, the guy he replaced, was so incredibly limited that once you brought in a real, legit NFL uh, prospect at quarterback like Dwayne Haskins, they were going to look remarkably great. They're going to look great. So I thought Dwayne Haskins had the makings of, if he would sit some because he only started for one year in college, a, a, a big-time quarterback. I also will tell you I saw him against Penn State under pressure, and he did not look like a big-time quarterback. He looked slow. He looked methodical. He looked like a plotter. Whereas Jones is a very, very good athlete. Very good athlete. But here's the part that I really don't get. It's unclear whether passing the torch from Eli Manning to Daniel Jones will occur. This from Jordan Renan, who wrote an article for ESPN.com. Despite the significant capital spent on Jones, it's hardly a certainty that he'll be the quarterback in 2020. Absolutely not, Dave Gettleman said. Maybe we're going to be the Green Bay model, where Rodgers sat for three three years. Who knows? It's one of those deals where it doesn't make a difference what position it is. You can never have too many good players at one position. Okay, that is not actually true. You can't have too many guys at one position because that would mean you don't have good enough guys at other positions. And you can only you can play two cornerbacks. You can play four defensive linemen. You can play one, two. You can find a way, if they're good enough, to play multiple linebackers, multiple defensive backs. Nickel has five defensive backs. You can only play one real quarterback. Unless you're, you know, the Baltimore Ravens who tried to convince us Lamar Jackson was playing quarterback even when he split out wide. I feel like, and I, I don't I don't necessarily believe that Gettleman will sit him for three years. I don't. Be, he, Dave Gettleman is just walking that tightrope because he knows you can't completely close the door on Eli Manning because people who do that have lost their career. You have to organically let it happen on its own that Eli has to show that he's over the hill on his own. But but I, I think this is really, really important. Dave Gettleman offering up the idea that he would sit a player. Think about the trend we told you about in the NFL. 
three types of quarterbacks. One, the guy in his rookie deal. And that guy in his rookie deal allows teams to go out and add quality free agents or re-up some of their star players because the rookie contracts, while guaranteed, are not huge money. The second type of team is when a quarterback is in their prime, that's when you have to pay him prime quarterback money and you have to part ways with many of your star players and you're not as big a bidder in free agency. And the third type of quarterback is the dream scenario, the unicorn, the Tom Brady, the Drew Brees, the um, the uh, Philip Rivers, that they make a good amount of money. They've been playing forever. They're super smart, but they also don't demand top dollar because they've already made $150 million and they realize it's more about winning and protecting themselves and getting other guys to play with so they can take a little bit less. The entire league is looking to do what the Rams did. The entire league is looking to do what the Kansas City Chiefs are attempting to do. What the Seattle Seahawks did when they had Russell Wilson. What the Dallas Cowboys have done with Dak Prescott, which is you can pay everybody because you got a quarterback on a rookie contract. The Bears are able to do it. And yet, here's Dave Gettleman saying, forget about the fact that many of you don't like my pick. That we can argue till our blue in the face. The only we won't know for a couple years if this kid can play. But offering up the idea that he might not play for three years in the midst of an era in which the only way to field a quality product is to have a, a one of the great unless you have a superstar quarterback is to have a guy in a rookie contract and then spread the rest of the money around and you wouldn't be taking advantage of playing that rookie quarterback? He's flip phone guy. That's what he is. He's. I'm not giving up my flip phone. My flip phone works fine. Look at all the problems with smartphones and selfies and all the social media. I don't waste my time with that stuff. Like, all right, there's some time wasting that occurs, but I can also pay my bills. I can also film all of my kids' games. I can edit those films. I don't even need to carry a wallet. I got my credit card on here. Boop. One time. And it's done. I can sign documents on DocuSign. I can look up real estate. I can do whatever the hell I want all on this phone. And Gettleman's like, ah, waste of time. I got dial-up internet. It works fine. I got a flip phone. It works fine. We sit him for three years. Then he's ready to play. And it doesn't mean it won't work. It worked for the Green Bay Packers. But the salary cap was different during the Green Bay Packers. And he had Brett Favre. And Brett Favre was still playing at an all-pro level. So I'm not going to be the guy who calls out Dave Gettleman for selecting Daniel Jones or selecting Daniel Jones too high. Because I've talked to people and they're completely split. Some say backup. Some say franchise quarterback. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you I've done enough film study or my football acumen is good enough. And yours sure as hell isn't either. But what I will tell you is the idea that you would sit a quarterback while he's under his rookie contract only tells me that you refuse, refuse to look at trends within the league and what's working for other people, which essentially is flip phone, cell phone guy. All right, Brian Baldinger joins the show upcoming next. I I thought, by the way, the Eagles pulled off a baller move. Tell you what that is. What do we think of the Raiders?
And is Daniel Jones the right guy to take the conk or conch thrown from Eli Manning? Brian Baldinger of NFL Network joins us and tells us next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. 
So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice price. True Car shows what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Brian Baldinger is an analyst and a really good one for the NFL Network. Got a chance to work alongside of him at Compass Media Networks, calling some games. He's unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Follow him on Twitter for Baldy's Breakdowns, at Baldy NFL, or uh, use the hashtag Baldy Breakdowns. And um, Baldy, what's, what's your reaction first to Kyler Murray going number one overall? Not just that he's, you know, 5'10-ish, and that he's not an under center guy, he is a runner, and they're going to run a college scheme and try to use it in the NFL, but that they just drafted Josh Rosen. They had paid Sam Bradford and uh, who else last year? Two quarterbacks last year. Mike Glennon last year as well. Do they have any idea what they're doing in Arizona? Well, I don't think they handled it you know, the right way. I mean, I don't think they built the market for Josh Rosen. If they were going to... If Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime and the owner Bill Bildwell signed off on Kyler Murray, this has happened before. And if Josh Rosen, regardless of how they acquired him a year ago with the 10th pick, if that's the guy that you think is best to run your offense, then go get him. That's fine. But you can't sit there and wait for the phone to ring when there's no market for him. And that's what we have. We've got really a dead market for Josh for whatever reason. I mean, I think there should be a market, but – the phone wasn't ringing until so they made the pick. But they've got an awkward situation, and that's not what you want when you have the first pick and a new coach and a new system and a, you know, a new era. You don't want uh, something hanging over your head like this. They, uh, they've got to figure out a way to move Josh Rosen. It's just, just not going to work because all the questions are going to be about Rosen and not about Kyler Murray, who is a really good player and I think he can be really good with Cliff. Um. Do you think Josh Rosen can be really good in the NFL? Well, I mean, look, if you go back and watch him last year, I'm sure we have, Doug. I mean, we we saw him out there. I mean, he wasn't very good, but Alex Smith wasn't good his first year. And Troy Aikman wasn't good, and Jared Goff wasn't good. I mean, but there's enough to like about him from what you see. Um, You know, when he had time, he could find the open receiver and he could deliver a strike. And all the things that made him the 10th pick last year were all – we're all out evident at some point last year. He also was sacked one every eight and a half times he dropped back last year. So it's very difficult to make any assertions. I mean, Alex Smith started nine games his rookie year, and he threw one touchdown pass, 11 interceptions, and the coach got fired. So, I mean, the history says that he's got a solid incomplete based on what he did last year, but the contract is extremely affordable. It's $6 million for the next three years. I mean, why not? Take a chance if you're the Chargers or the Dolphins or the Patriots and just let them sit there behind the guys they have and find out if he can be the guy. What did you think of what the Raiders did? I like what the Raiders did. I thought Mike and did a really good job. I mean, he got all solid players. I mean, Jonathan Abel was my favorite safety in this draft. Nobody was close. Hitting is a skill, and he's got great skill at that. Um, Cleveland Farrell was a guy that wasn't talked enough about 
only because he played on a defensive line with nothing but studs. And so everybody sort of just glossed over Christian Wilkins and Dexter Lawrence, you know, and all these guys. But the fact is, is that he looked an awful lot like Bradley Chubb, who was the fifth player taken last year and worth every bit of that fifth pick by Denver a year ago. He's, he's uh, Chandler Jones coming out of Syracuse. He's a really good player. And then, look, Josh Jacobs, I mean, John Gruden was on the call, call with them beforehand saying, you're our every down back. If you're there when we pick, we're taking you. And so they were very they – built, they built their team on three solid building blocks last night. And I'm sure with the 35th pick tonight that they'll have a fourth building block. And that's what you have to do. Just stick to your board, get solid building blocks, and pretty soon the team will come together. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Brian Baldinger. Follow him on Twitter at BaldyNFL. Watch him on the NFL Network. His Baldy breakdowns are as good as anything you'll find on social media. All right, let's get to the Giants. Um, what's your reaction? Well, it's 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 confusing. It's it's just confusing to me, Doug. I mean, look if if you are committed to Eli, then help Eli. Get him a right tackle. Get him a receiver. Um, Josh Allen is sitting right there. I mean, Jacksonville scooped him up. They couldn't believe that the Giants passed. You're running a three-four defense. You've got nobody that can scream off the edge. Josh Allen is sitting right there. So you pass on to go get your quarterback of the future. Well, you sent the message to Eli that if in week 11 during their bye week, they're, you know, three and seven after they play the Jets, then there's going to be a, a turn right there. And so then you, you pass on all of that. You chase Snacks Harrison out of the building during the season last year, and you go get his replacement, which is what Snacks was, Dexter Lawrence. I, I commend him for going up and getting himself DeAndre Baker, who – was a Thorpe Award winner and a really good player and a true number one corner, and I think he's going to be a good player. But the message is pretty confusing. If you're committed to Eli, then commit to him. But if you're going to say the sixth pick in the draft is just going to sit there and wait, um, I have a hard time believing that if they're not playing very well that we're not going to see Daniel Jones next year. Yeah, and, and then he says, you know, he, he might sit. Now, by the way, Eli Manning – apparently uh, canceled his weekly appearance with Mike Francesa. And and Mike said, you know, Eli doesn't know if he's going to start um, next next season. How do, you, how do you think they use Daniel Jones? Well, I mean, look, we've, we've seen this story before with Carson Wentz sitting behind Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford got traded the week before the season. Carson Wentz started. You can't wait to see what these guys are. I mean, if Daniel Jones is Eli Manning, and he's a much better athlete, I mean, at least he's faster. He ran for 14 or 15 touchdowns at Duke. He, you know, he's a legitimate running threat. If, if all of that, and if the offensive line is leaky, I mean, why not take a look at him and see what you have and get it started? I mean, you've already sent the message that our replacement is in the building. Well, why would you delay the process? I mean, it's not – it's a building – it's a rebuilding season. It's – you're saying that because they could have gotten a great player at six or traded back from six and gotten some more great players. But I don't know who they're going to play at wide receiver right now. They have three slot receivers, Sterling Sharp, Golden Shepard, or Golden Tate, and uh, Evan Ingram. You've got three slot receivers. I don't know who's going to play outside. Uh, yeah, you could turn around and hand it off to Saquon a bunch. Um, maybe they address the right tackle in the draft here tonight. Um, let's hope so. Uh, but I, I just think it's a, and I think Eli, who's as, as stand up a guy as there is, for him to cancel that thing today, he's not sure what they're doing. 
and you can go make all the phone calls you want to him. Whatever commitment you say there is to Eli, I think went out the door last night when they took Daniel Jones. No question about it. Um, on the other hand, I'm not sure that I don't it, – it's not what you say, it's what you do. I don't know why Gettleman – why we should uh, chastise Gettleman because if you, if you tell everybody what you're going to do, then it usually is far less effective, right? Well, look, I, I mean, he said you got to handle New York. Well, Daniel Jones and Eli Manning are going to demonstrate if they can handle New York because nobody's happy with um, the fans are confused, and they want to know, like, when is this Daniel Jones era going to begin? And is he more Eli Manning or more Dave Brown? Because Dave Brown came out of Duke also and was well coached by Steve Sparner. So um, we saw how that worked out. So, you know, which, what is he? Um, but, you know, are we going to wait a whole year to find out? I, I don't believe it. I think you're going to see Daniel Jones play this year, and it's just going to look awkward. Um, you know, and certainly the Mara signed off on this whole thing. So they've got to answer to this whole whole deal, and um, we got to wait till. But it just, it sounds like just a lot of mixed messaging to me. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Then you got Dwayne Haskins who falls to the Redskins, um, and there was some sort of break within the Redskins camp as to exactly what they wanted. He doesn't have. He's a very good pocket guy, but doesn't have great feet, and they're kind of a West Coast offense. What do you think of what the Redskins are doing? Well, they got to get a. They needed a quarterback, and they liked Dwayne Haskins. I think that they thought about probably trading up for him, but then when they saw what was happening, and maybe they, Intel said Cincinnati was going to take him, and Denver was good. Maybe they had great intel with Bruce Allen and his staff there, and saying we could just get this guy here and not have to spend as much money and not have to spend some assets to go get him. Um, he might very well start Week One, and he might have a great opportunity to go stick it to the Giants and the Broncos and the, the Bengals and the Dolphins for not taking them. So it sounds like he's highly motivated, and he wasn't happy with what happened. But if the, if the Redskins' offensive line can ever stay healthy, it'll be the best situation for him. He'll be playing behind the best offensive line of any young quarterback in this league. And so if you play Trent Williams and that whole group and Brandon Sheriff and the whole group up there, I mean, Dwayne Haskins might get a chance to – Play pretty good football, right away. What do you think? With the the Eagles slid up in front of the Texans. Everyone knew the Texans were wanting an offensive lineman, so they went and got Andre Dillard. That the Texans wanted. The Texans took a Titus Howard, who many people thought they kind of reached for a need there. Um, how important a pick is that for the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, it's it's so classic Philadelphia. I mean they they go up and down the board as well as anybody. Uh, Howie Roseman and staff, Joe Douglas, Andy Weidel. Um, they played, they spent the entire week. In fact, talking to some guys that are in that building, they were pulling their hair out of the head going, how many hours can we sit in this room and contemplate what we can possibly do on scenarios that we don't know if they're going to happen, but they, they were prepared. They had their intel on what Houston wanted. It was clear that they were targeting Andre Dillard and they got snookered. And that's, uh, that's on Houston, uh, for Howie Roseman, that group to throw a fourth and a sixth round pick to jump up and get. Uh, Jason Peters' replacement, and you don't know how long Jason Peters is got. I mean, he was injured the last couple seasons. We may see Andre Dillard before, you know, before the end of the season out there playing left tackle. So I think it's a great move. They constantly are looking to rebuild and restock their trenches. That's how they build uh, their football team from the inside out. It was great by the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think the Houston Texans just reached like crazy. We all like Titus Howard out of Alabama State. We all knew he was well-coached. 
and he's got skills. But you can't tell me that the combination of Titus Howard, Julian, uh, you know, out there at left tackle right now, and what's the other right tackle, that combination is going to protect Deshaun Watson week one and playing Jacksonville, which might be Saxonville again after what they did last night, uh, can protect Deshaun Watson better than what they did a year ago. Brian Baldinger. Baldy, great stuff, man. Really appreciate you joining us. We know you got to get back to work and uh, can't wait to hear some more of your and, and uh, read some more of your commentary after the draft is concluded. All right, you got it, Doug. Thank, take care, buddy. Baldy's the best, man. At Baldy NFL. Baldy's Breakdowns uh, on Twitter. Of course, you can see him on the NFL Network. Let's get to Dan Beyer. How was, dra- how was your draft night last night, uh, Byer? You know, it was uh, very enjoyable. Interesting to see who went where. Seahawks traded down twice with their 21st pick. Ended up taking a defensive end with their uh, 29th overall pick. But uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was somewhat interesting. It did get a little mundane though, with a lot of the non-skill position guys going in the middle round. But there weren't many to deal with, as we've talked about. Nope. In the past. I will say this, that the Arizona Cardinals are doing a good job of keeping their name in the news. SS Robert Klemko reporting that the Cardinals didn't start shopping Josh Rosen until just minutes before the first round began last night. And they may have a deal for Rosen to go to the Miami Dolphins for a second round pick that would be number 48 overall. That's according to ProFootballTalk.com. Not final, but things trending that way for Rosen to be dealt to Miami. Of course, Rosen now expendable in Arizona after the Cardinals took Kyler Murray first overall last night. I'm just ready to work. Uh, come in here, work hard, get better each and every day. Um, you know, no matter the situation, uh, that's my job. You know, I'm not really worried about starting the first game or anything like that. For me, all I can do is come in, uh, get better each and every day. That was Murray just a few minutes ago he was introduced in Arizona. Cardinals, by the way, they're first on the clock in the second round. Multiple reports say that they're likely to take Washington corner Byron Murphy with that first pick in the second round. Clemson has given head football coach Dabo Sweeney the largest contract in college football history, a 10-year deal worth $93 million for Dabo. The deal does include a special buyout for the Alabama job as he'd have to pay more to leave and coach his alma mater. Warriors and Clippers tonight, game 6, 10 o'clock Eastern time. It's in L.A. Warriors up 3-2 and it's the debut of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. tonight as the Blue Jays have called up the third baseman. He'll make his Major League debut against the Oakland A's. We'll be back to the Doug Gottlieb Show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Um... A housing market right now is in full bloom. It's a pretty good time to sell a house, right? And like you know, now is really the time. May is when you want to list your house. And you'll see the signs popping up all throughout America. And the reason is because, like, look, if you're going to move and you got a house, you can move in the summer. Wife, kids, doctors, all that stuff, schools, you, you need to be all set where you're going to move. And it doesn't mean that every home is occupied by a family, but a high percentage of them. And of course that causes the trickle down to condos and smaller homes, whatever, like movement generally takes place. It doesn't mean you can't sell a home um, outside of the time, but it's, it's a lot like strawberries, you know, don't go buy strawberries in November, buy them now through the summer when it's strawberry season. This is home selling season. Um, now, it's not necessarily home buying season. The best home buying season is 
I think, from October 1st until like mm, Thanksgiving time. Especially if there's if you're going to somewhere where there's when once there's snow on the ground, good luck. Like who wants to go to an open house when it's cold outside? Then all of a sudden you can buy a house middle of February. Great time to buy a house. Because what happens is, why are they selling? Why are you selling a house in February? Get a divorce, somebody died, lost a job, have to move. Oh, or or your house poor, you're you're upside down, you got you just gotta get rid of it. And that's a great time to buy. Desperation. Desperation is a powerful, powerful motivator. But not everybody reacts well and makes their smartest decisions when they're desperate. I've told people before, never shop hungry. Oh, because I just got to get food. And you you come back and you're like, what the hell did I buy? What did I do? That's essentially what the Arizona Cardinals are doing. Right? Again, this is a lot like the Giants. It, if, if Kyler Murray can play, great. Great. But they have done so much harm, frankly, irreparable harm. For the last 365 Act 375 days that I don't know even if Kyler Murray playing, it makes it all fixable. Remember, this is not just about Josh Rosen, who they're going to likely jettison for a second round pick sometime today. No, 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 no. This is about Sam Bradford, $20 million. They can't play. Not only he can't play, but Sam Bradford, who I was long a supporter of when other people were not, can't lead anymore. And between the massive amounts of injuries and then the year in Minnesota where he had no offensive line, he led the league in completion percentage because he just got rid of it as quickly as possible. No fortitude at all. Didn't want to be there, didn't want to get hit, and knew he had no offensive line, so I'd get rid of it quickly too. Then he had Mike Glennon. And Glennon, of course, was in Tampa then got usurped when they drafted Jameis Winston, then goes to Chicago. And remember, there was that weird draft day a couple, three years ago where he was invited by the by the PR department doing interviews, and then they trade up and draft Mitch Trubisky, who, of course, usurped him and became the starting quarterback. He lent, They paid him $5 million. They had $25 million in two quarterbacks. They had no intention of playing beyond midseason. And then you got Rosen, plus you had two offensive coordinators in one year and a head coach. They traded up to get Rosen. Like all of these things culminated in what was an epic and complete and mostly unreported disaster. For whatever reason, when Cleveland sucks and is a dumpster fire, we talked about it. But in Glendale, Arizona, we don't. We're just like, ah, that was bad. It wasn't bad. You traded up to get a quarterback, and now you're bid you're you're getting rid of that quarterback. One year in after getting rid of his coach, offensive coordinator two times over, and two other quarterbacks who were one was making starters money. And both had been starters in the NFL. So it's not just that, well, Kyler Murray, he fits. Look, Cliff Kingsbury got that job because he convinced Steve Keim. He convinced him, I can fix Josh Rosen. 
And then he gets the job and Kyler Murray blows up and Kyler Murray becomes draftable. And they're like, well, you know, I could fix Josh Rosen, right? Don't have to fix Kyler Murray. And we so often forget that Steve Kime, this is the draft for his job. Now, drafting a rookie quarterback does buy you maybe another year or two. But it, it, it feels like desperation. It feels like it's February and all he's still trying to sell his house. It feels like he walked into Whole Foods and is like, man, I'm starved. I'll take everything. Like, you live by yourself. You don't cook. And yet you bought meat, fish, lamb, and uh, buffalo all uncooked. I'm starved. Never shop hungry, folks, or you end up like the Arizona Cardinals. Who's the best quarterback in the NFC West? I will tell you next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. In sports, a trade can make or break your team. It's no different when it comes to selling or trading your car. You need to make good choices. And with True Car, you got a star in your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash Offer not available in all areas. What we like to do around this time every day on the Doug Gottlieb Show is uh, get you as many stories as possible, but we challenge the creativity of one Dan Beyer. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. At Little Caesars, you can get a large bacon wrap, deep, deep dish for just 12 bucks. It's wrapped with more than three feet of bacon, then topped with pepperoni, even more bacon. All for only 12 bucks. Little Caesars. Available at participating locations, plus tax where applicable. Dan Byer, what do you got? Byer. Doug, the game today is... Psychic. Okay, the game today is psychic. First of all, I do want to let people know that there is some news in from the NFL before we get to the game. Andy Reid of the Chiefs saying that prosecutors in Kansas, Johnson County prosecutors were the ones who were investigating Tyree Kill. They've reopened that child abuse investigation case. Closed it two days ago, saying that they didn't think they'd have enough to prosecute. Now that case has been reopened following the release of the audio that you mentioned earlier, Doug. Uh, we'll, we'll take it to Kansas City at the top of the hour for even more stuff. Perfect. Also, I want to congratulate you. I think this week is your two-year anniversary here at Fox Sports is, Radio. Yes. 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 What do you get to your anniversary? Is that the... Cotton. Cotton. Cotton ah. anniversary. I know. You had Joe Cotton picking mine. <laughs> I've got, uh, we brought you a nice t-shirt today. Thank you. Yes, yes. Okay, let's play some Psychic. Uh, psychic, can you rank how we'll look at the current NFC West starting quarterbacks 20 years from now? Yeah. Russell Wilson, one. Jimmy Garoppolo, two. Jimmy Jesus, although Jimmy Jesus could 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 usurp, could jump him, leapfrog him, be one. But we'll go with Jimmy G two. Uh, I believe we'll go um, Jared Goff three and Kyler Murray four. Ooh, interesting! Not believing that Murray is going to have great success. Well, I should point out that two of the three have already been to a Super Bowl. One has won a Super Bowl, and Garoppolo has had very limited success, but success when he's been in the NFL. But he's also uh, he's more of a traditional quarterback, right? And he learned out of the best. So, yeah. All right, Psychic. Uh, this was uh, popular on Twitter last night, so why not bring it to Psychic? What Josh Allen will have a better career, the Buffalo quarterback or the new Jaguars draft pick defensive end, Josh Allen? I th- actually think the Buffalo quarterback. Um, he's Sure, he's inaccurate, but I think it works in Buffalo. You have to have 
that type of arm strength in that type of weather, I think he's going to be okay. I'm going to say Josh Allen. doesn't mean Josh Allen Jacksonville won't have a out. And that's a great pick for the Jaguars, but we learn more about quarterbacks. And if you can be the quarterback who can make them uh, consistently competitive in the AFC East as Tom Brady ages, why not? Edge rusher, yeah, can get after the quarterback, but he's not going to pass the Buffalo QB. Psychic, will Tyreek Tyreek Hill play in the NFL again? No. He done. Psychic, should the Bills release LaShawn McCoy for releasing the spoilers to the new Avengers movie? Actually, hold on. Let me stop. Let me go back here on uh, Tyreek Hill. Okay. Right. I do think he'll 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 get some sort of other other opportunity. If you li- I I did listen to the audio that was available on the tape. And he didn't specifically say that he caused the injury, even if the son said, like, there's a there's an ex- certain explainable part to it. The, the problem with it is the corporal punishment that he and his wife both apparently, like, a belt and then hitting a kid in the chest who's three years old. I mean, the whole thing's kind of sickening, but anyway, I do think he'll get some sort of other, because there's not... You know, there's not video. There's audio, but there's not video. And even with video, his former teammate is going to play in Cleveland at some point this year. He's trying to lighten the mood a li- uh, little bit with the LaShawn McCoy, but he apparently <laughs> did release some uh, spoilers for the new Avengers movie. Did you see it? Oh, you don't, you don't go to see it, right? No, I did, I did not see it. Uh, right, we're we're going to see it this weekend. Psychic, will Dan Byer see the movie in the next 10 no. years? Ten no. Year, 10 years. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Psychic, will Dabo Sweeney ever be the head football coach at Alabama? Nope. Hmm, interesting. Got a new 10-year deal from Clemson today. As part of that deal, there are special buyout rules when it comes to the Alabama job. Would have to pay a little bit more to go to Tuscaloosa. Finally, Psychic, will there be a Game 7 in Oakland on Sunday or a Game 1 of the Western Conference semifinals in Oakland well, on the Rocket, Sunday? Rockets already have travel plans to leave tonight, right? So yes, I, they're going to they, be there. They're going to go to Oakland. Oakland. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. um, With all the news in the NFL draft, and look, you do want to keep it positive. Awful news out of Kansas City last night. And you've just heard the breaking news that Andy Reid shared with the media today, which is that the prosecutor has chosen to reopen the case. Um. And remember that though Tyreek Hill is not has not been convicted of domestic violence in the NFL, it's what led to his dismissal from Oklahoma State after he returned a punt to win the Bedlam game. So what now for Tyreek Hill? What now for the Chiefs? Find out next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Do, 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 do. And coming to you from the beautiful city of Angels, where, uh, look, from a football perspective, You'd cut out that we're human beings and the three-year-old kid had broke his arm and 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 the police believe that a crime occurred. They just don't know who did it. Or at least before yesterday, you feel like you don't know who did it. Um, this is a massive, massive suspension and possibly expulsion from the NFL. In Kansas City, which affects 
the NFC West, which AFC West, which affects the rest of the league. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Tyreek Hill um, is arguably the fastest player to ever effectively play in the NFL. There's been other sprinters, but I don't know how effective they've been. He is a dynamic, game-changing football player. But his baggage... I mean, it's been right out there in the open. He played football at my alma mater in Oklahoma State. His last game, Bob Stoops made the dumbest decision I've ever seen. There was a punt late in the the fourth quarter, and there was a penalty on the punt. And so instead of taking the declining because Tyreek Hill had been brought down on the punt, it kicked it again, kicked it to him, he took it to the house, they won the game. You'll never hear any Oklahoma State fans talk lovingly about that game, even though it was an upset of the Sooners in Norman. And the reason? So don't feel good because Tyreek Hill abused his girlfriend, who was then pregnant at the time. Um, now, now Kansas City Chiefs fans are left with a similar feeling. Has to be a similar feeling. A past incident which had been investigated by the police. Earlier this week, the district attorney came out and said, we think a crime was uh, a crime was committed. We just can't pinpoint who did it, so there'd be no charges filed. Yesterday, there was an audio tape of a conversation between Hill and his fiancée, who is, of course, the mother of the child, and in it he said... Um, she said, you, you, he's terrified, he being his son, he's terrified of you. And Hill said, you you need to be terrified of me too. Gabe Darman joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show, writes for PowerMizzou.com, is in, uh, I think, Nashville covering the NFL draft. He actually was with Drew. Weren't you with Drew Locke yesterday throughout the whole the entire day? Uh, not through the whole day. We talked with Drew and his family over at, at uh, their hotel, but then they were back in the green room. We were in the uh, media tent for a while and actually didn't end up uh, seeing Drew all night, which we thought we would. I thought you were actually, uh, with that segment before, I thought you were just going to have me on as a Chiefs fan to talk about Tyreek Hill. But yeah, no, that, that's we can talk about Drew Locke. No, no, I, we'll talk <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit about Drew Locke. Um, you know, look, it's it's hard to do the football thing and not be a human being. It's a three-year-old right. kid, right? And, right. Um, but what when when you heard the audio tape, is there a thought that Tyreek Hill? There's any way Tyreek Hill plays for the Chiefs again? Um, I I hope not. Just as like I don't cover the Chiefs, whatever. I'm just a fan, but um, I hope not. I, when they drafted him. I had a. I really wanted to not like him and for him not to be good, and then he was so good. Frankly, I kind of like. I got past it and I thought, okay, well, he's really good. He hadn't had any problems. Great. Um, I I don't want to cheer for a team that has that guy on it. Uh, that's that's just kind of how I feel. I know there are Chiefs fans probably that that feel differently and would forget about it, but I don't see how you keep that guy on the team. Um, some things are – the NFL forgives a lot. That is that is not forgivable in my mind. I would I, I tend to agree. But what about the Chiefs now? You already lost a running back. Now you lose a wide receiver. And, heck, you go back early this week. 
They make a trade and pay a, a, over $100 million yeah. for a guy who has this in his background as well. Well, and, I, I mean, they've got a history of this, right? With I, I mean, going back to Jovan Belcher, who had mental health issues and, uh, you know, killed his, I, I, I believe, uh, girlfriend or fiance at the time and himself at the facility uh this this is a this is an organization that has burned a whole lot of capital with the uh moral compass that should but does not really exist in professional sports uh it gets harder and harder with every incident to like them patrick mahomes is phenomenal but like you've got to you've got to quit doing things like this yeah i i so i don't I just, I mean, like now you, Patrick Mahomes is really covering up this problem that they have, they yeah. have within the organization, which is it's talent above character. It's not that they don't have guys with character, but you just, you can't take this many chances. Right. And, and you know what, if, if somebody from the chiefs would just stand up and say, you know what, we don't really care about this stuff. Like it's not our job to care about Tyreek Hill's son or Kareem Hunt's girlfriend or anything all we care about is winning football games. Like nobody would like it. They would get killed for it, but at least they'd be telling the truth because the obvious statement is they don't care about the other stuff. Dave Darman joining us in the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. Uh, Okay. So what now? Like, don't you have to, if you're the chiefs operate in a world in which you believe that he'll never, he's not going to play. So you have to. Yeah. He, he can't play for you. Um, you know, I, I mean, a, a lot of things, people deserve second chances. I don't think people probably deserve third chances. But, like, with Kareem Hunt, the deal was, hey, I get it. He's going to play again in the NFL, but it can't be in Kansas City. Right. Right. I, I'm not sure Tyreek Hill ever plays again in the NFL. But if he does, it can't be in Kansas City. Like, it, it's just got to be somewhere else. And you just got to take the hit and say, we understand it, man. We're cutting one of the top three receivers in football. And that's the way it goes because there has to be something more important than winning games. How uh, how does this affect their team? Like, just on the field. And I know it's – look, and pe- people get mad all they want. But, like, look, at some point there is the football aspect of it. I, yeah. I think Pat Mahomes is great. But one of the things that makes Pat Mahomes great is you got this dude that no one seems to be able to cover. Right. He, and and that no one can overthrow. Yes. Like Patrick Mahomes can throw the ball as far as he wants and Tyreek Hill is going to go get it. And he was the second most important player on that team, no question. And it is not easily replaceable. Uh, but again, like I just go back to, hey, if it means you don't win the Super Bowl next year, then so be it. But uh, it winning the Super Bowl – should not be placed above being a decent human being. All right, let me ask you about Drew Locke, a kid who is seen to be a, a decent human being, is a Kansas City kid, is a really good mm-hmm. all-around all-around athlete. Why do you, why why do they think that he slipped in this draft? Uh, I've seen some some talk today from people that cover the NFL. Obviously, uh, you know I've, I've covered Drew, but don't cover the NFL. But some people are saying that you know the hand size has been a big deal. Like he had like nine-inch hands, which are small and some people are saying it causes him to grip the football a little bit differently. Uh, that's a little bit of a red flag. I, I was really surprised. And, and like I said, I was with Drew's family yesterday and this was not on anybody's radar. I looked at 20 mock drafts on Tuesday. 
every single one had him as a first-round pick. I mean, this didn't catch just, you know, those of us that cover Missouri off guard or Drew Locke off guard. This caught everybody off guard. Everybody thought he was going in the first round somewhere. So where does he think he'll go now? Um, Oakland has an early pick in the second round. Denver has an early pick in the second round. Arizona has the first pick and, and might be looking to, to kind of trade out to somebody that wants a quarterback. Uh, there was some talk. He met with the Saints a few months ago and, or a few weeks ago, and the Saints didn't have a first-round pick and, and didn't really have enough draft, uh, enough capital to get back in the first round. But there's some thought that, that maybe if New Orleans could move up uh, you know, into the early part of the second round, they might try to move ahead of Denver and get him. Um, but this is – we're now to the point that the only teams that haven't passed on him are the Saints and the Chiefs. And we know the Chiefs don't need a quarterback, and the Saints obviously don't need one now, but, but at some point Drew Brees is going to be done, and, and maybe they'll want one. But other than that, everybody's already passed on him, so it, it kind of just becomes a, a weird deal. We were talking last night, you know, Michael Porter, uh, Missouri kid in the NBA draft, like he slipped, but eventually when the Nuggets took him, it became a, a place where they're like, we just can't pass up the possibility of this talent. Right. But the difference in basketball and football is like, I, I mean, you can play two power forwards at one time if you need to, or you can find a different play, a different role for Michael Porter. Like there's no other role for Drew Locke. You're only playing one quarterback. And if you don't need a quarterback, you're not taking him in round one or round six. So if if he slides past Denver and Oakland again, I, I'm not sure. Awesome stuff. Well, listen, uh, love your coverage and uh, your honesty as far as the, the Tyree Kill stuff. Thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I appreciate it, Doug. Good to talk to you, man. All right, that's uh, Gabe DeArmond. Check out PowerMizzou.com where Gabe is covering the NFL draft live from Nashville. And, of course, follow him on Twitter as well. Yeah, I, look, I, I don't. You listen to the tape, and it's it, it, is it it's very damning because uh, it's just kind of you hear the real Tyreek Hill. At no point in the tape does he admit to having broken his son's arm. In fact, he says it's sad that basically that you would that that he would be accused of doing so, whether by his son or by his fiance. He doesn't really articulate it, but it, it's also the ease by which. He talks about using the belt and the ease by which he affirms that he hits his son in the chest when he's been bad. The ease by which he says, he's scared. Oh, he scared me. You should be, he didn't say scared. He said, um, terrified of me too. It's, it's those words, the ease by which he says these things that just go like, I, I don't know how you cannot get it. I'm actually the only guy to actually to to tell people I understand the Adrian Peterson thing. I do. Like we're looking at it from a. I live in Southern California, and um, and look, I had I had uh, what's called child services called on me. Have I told you guys the story? Called on me. This is a true story. This year, <laughs> so I take my daughter to school, and she doesn't. Uh, she doesn't have her shoes on and she will do this constantly. She's actually, she's forgotten her shoes before and her school uh, is 20 minutes from our house. And she forgot, we're halfway there. She forgot her shoes. She got to turn around and go back and get her shoes. Then I go back and get her shoes and we're pulling and she's now we're, 
close to running late. She doesn't have her shoes on. And I tell her to get her shoes on, and she doesn't. And then she's, you know, she's 12 years old, but she's a little bit immature, and she says some things that can come out quite mean in terms of talking back. And I reach back her, and I grab her, and I say, I reach, she's in the back seat, put, put on your shoes right now. And so she goes inside, and she's having a tough day. She's got some anxiety issues. She goes and sees the counselor and is talking about talking through her anxiety in the day. And she's like, and my dad hit me and yelled at me. <clears throat> he does it all the time. And like, I've literally never laid my hands on the kid. Like I have spanked my children. I haven't spanked that one. I spanked her. I think she was like five. It was like the last time she's 12. Now she's 13. She was 12 at the time. But if you say, if your child says they were struck by a parent at that age, the counselor, by law, has to call childhood services. So my son, daughter, daughters, and wife are at home. I'm at work, and it's a knock at the door. Knock at the door. And they have to interview. interview. And then my, my other daughter's like, she's lying. She's making it up. Dad doesn't actually, we actually wish Dad would spank her, you know. And it's, but frighten the hell out of my other daughter and my wife and me. I'm driving home and I have to answer these questions and I have to have to side interview with her. So, um, look, I, I understand that that the Adrian Peterson, the discipline, you are allowed corporal punishment. And in parts of the South, people do break out, go get a switch. And that's kind of like old school 1980s. And it's hard. Like I was spanked as a kid. Do you have to spank a child? Many people say you don't. You do more harm than good. But. I'm not an axe murderer because of it. So I don't know. But I don't know how you can't listen to that audio, understand that it's a three-year-old, listen to the ease by which he talks about his son is being, or she says his son, the son is terrified of you, admit that you used the belt, which had three, that just seems massively excessive, and actually put your hands on your son. NFL draft expert Mac Miller joins the show upcoming next. Daniel Jones, Boomer Bust. Find out next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice price. True Car shows what other people paid for the car you want, so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Matt Miller is a draft analyst for Bleacher Report. Follow him on Twitter at uh, NFL Draft Scout. Also, check out the BR Live Draft on uh, Bleacher Report app tonight. I was just watching this. <laughs> I was just watching a very, very, very funny uh, video of a couple of uh, white kids about to celebrate the drafting of the of somebody from the New York Giants. Instead, finding out Daniel Jones was their first selection in the first round, it was not met with the quite the, the type of fandom that maybe some some would hope. Matt, what was your reaction to Jones going six? Um, a little bit surprised, but it it definitely was one of those things, Doug, like you'd heard over the last two weeks. He was going to go top 10. I had heard he was the top quarterback for the Giants. It just almost seemed like too stupid to be true. And, and I say that knowing full well that I might be wrong about this. And I hope I am. Like, because Daniel Jones is like a meme right now. And I feel bad for the kid. I really do. Because it's not his fault. The Giants drafted him at six overall. But now, 
there's this immense pressure. And I think also because no one trusts Dave Gettleman. I mean, think what they've done already. They've, they've traded Odell Beckham. They didn't re-sign Landon Collins. They've just really messed this offseason up from beginning to end now. And to take Daniel Jones at six and to say, we might sit him for three years. And he was the fourth quarterback on my board. And I know that might not mean anything to a lot of people, but as far as the quarterback rankings go, I don't, I couldn't find anyone who actually liked him. You would hear the rumors, oh, people in the NFL love him. I talked to people in the NFL. None of those people told me that they liked Daniel Jones. So I, I just really don't understand this. I, I talked to a couple people who did like him last night, but they all said, like, well, I wouldn't have done it at six. But he, he does have, you know, he does have some he, – he checks a lot of the boxes. He's really athletic. He's really bright. He's played, he's played in a pro-style system. Like, you know, like all that stuff. But you're like, just, there's a lack of a wow there. Like, really? Um, the whole thing is weird. It, 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 did, did, they get, did they get faked out by the Washington Redskins? They think the Redskins were so hot to trot that they couldn't wait? I absolutely think so. I really think that they thought that, that Washington would trade up and, and take him if they passed on him at six. And, and even if they weren't going to trade up, Washington picked the 15, the Giants were at 17. I believe that Dave Gettleman fell in love with Daniel Jones and thought there's no way that this guy's going to last 11 more picks. We have to get him here. And, and what this did, it made it to where they didn't even get a good pass rusher. They drafted a, a defensive tackle who's 340 pounds and is not a primary pass rusher. He's a run stopper. So they came into this draft talking about we have to get starters and we have to get a pass rush. And now you've got a quarterback that you're not going to play right away that you overdrafted. you got a nose tackle that you drafted way too early. Their best pick was the one they made at 30 when they traded back in to get DeAndre Baker. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Meanwhile, it's like the Giants have become the Jets, and the Jets have become the Giants. I, you can make an argument that not just over the last two, the last three years, they got the best player in the draft. I mean, they, 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 yeah. I mean am, I, am I wrong? No. They, I don't know how Mike McCagnin's gotten this lucky because – Two years ago, Jamal Adams falls to them. Last year, Sam Darnold falls to them. This year, Quinnen Williams falls to them. It's just, it's really, it's, it's almost not fair. Um, it, unfortunately, what they haven't been able to do well is draft tonight. They have not handled Friday night well. You can look at their roster. You know, I liked Marcus May, but he really hasn't been the impact that they expected when they drafted him. So they have to hit on tonight's picks as well. Um, they have, you know, they, they don't have an early round two. The rumor is right now they're trying to package their two threes to maybe get up into the second round to take an edge rusher. So I love Quinn Williams. He was my top-rated overall player in the draft. So to get him at three, it really is a great value. And in the draft, honestly, it went other than Cleveland Furl going four. The draft really went according to plan. There were a couple surprises about the player, but the positions that the teams drafted all really went with like how a lot of the mock drafts had predicted this was going to go. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Trader. That other voice you hear is of Matt Miller at NFL Draft Scout. He's a good one for Bleacher Report. Check out the BR Draft on the Bleacher Report app tonight. Um, what about the Raiders? Seem to reach a bit at four. You know, Mayock had a surprise. It was, in fact, a surprise. What's your reaction to what the Raiders have done with three first-round picks? So the Cleveland Pro pick of four was actually the biggest surprise of the night to me because, like I said, Daniel Jones, we kind of thought the Giants might do that. Burrow was someone, and I, I actually went back this morning, um, and something I don't do is look at a lot of other draft media. I looked at Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft. I looked at Mel Kuyper's, Todd McShay's. None of us at the three big draft networks had this guy going in the top 15 picks. I thought he was going to be somewhere around 16 to Carolina, 21 to Seattle. So it was a big surprise based on where the consensus ranking of him was. 
I'll say this about Farrell, though. He's an incredibly ready player. He's NFL ready. Three-year starter at Clemson. He was a team captain there. Really, really productive. He's kind of like you said with Daniel Jones. Like, there's not a wow factor. He does a lot of things really well. But he doesn't have great speed, and he doesn't have great power. His best attribute is probably his leadership and his motor, like the nonstop pass rush. He does have good length, but you just never really saw the pop from him. And, and I would say, man, Clemson had three defensive linemen drafted last night. So you know that he was getting a lot of one-on-one looks in the ACC because of Christian Wilkins and Dexter Lawrence. So I think there, there have to be some legitimate questions about is he going to be able to find himself laying to the quarterback without – two first-rounders playing next to him. Is it fair to say Mayock was big on the character of all three guys, which was not a part of last year's draft with the Raiders, and they had some issues there. Uh, is is it fair to say that – do, do we give Mayock a little bit of a pass going like, well, look, if he fell on the side of character above talent, well, then he did a better job drafting maybe than, than he could have. Yeah, I am all, all for that. And he got three of the highest character – hardest working players in the draft to get Farrell, to get Josh Jacobs, and then to get Jonathan Abram. And I, I like, I really like all those players. So I don't want to sound like I don't, but Farrell just went so high, but Abram and Jacobs, those were great picks. Like I was, I was clapping on the desk for him because Josh Jacobs was my favorite running back in this class. Jonathan Abram was my favorite safety and just the physicality that they bring. I think it also speaks to the culture that they want in Oakland. You know, you bring in Trent Brown and you bring in, Vontaze uh, Burfecht and Brandon Marshall. It seems like this team just wants to get tougher and play more physically. And we might see guys like who were high draft picks, like Carl Joseph, not last much longer because it, it really feels like they're going for a culture change out there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 fascinating. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Matt Miller is is our guest. Um, what do you think of Dwayne Haskins? I liked him. I really did. And I and there there were some holes to his game. I didn't think he had the best arm strength. He's a one-year starter and a, and a quarterback-friendly scheme. So, like, you, you worry about some of those things. But I liked him. He was my second quarterback. My favorite thing about Dwayne Haskins was the, the progression from week one when he took the starting job to where he was at the Rose Bowl. Just to watch him get better throughout the season, to see him. Remember when they played Michigan? Michigan was one of the hottest teams in the country. It was one of the best defenses in the country. He absolutely torched them. And then you go to the Big Ten Championship game, Beats a very good Northwestern defense. Then goes to the Rose Bowl, beats a really good Washington defense. So I, I liked the way that he was developing throughout the course of the year. Uh, I, I like that he went to Washington. I think Jay Gruden's offense will be really good for him with that being more of a West Coast scheme. It's not going to pressure him to throw the ball deep a ton. It's going to be a lot of timing routes underneath, which is what he did really well at, at Ohio State, getting the ball out quickly on underneath routes, intermediate routes, getting his guys – Yards after catch potential. So does, does he have good, I'm a pretty big fan. Does he have good enough feet for the West Coast offense for the style? I mean, Jay likes to move his guys around, and my question was always his feet. Yeah, he's not someone you're gonna like. Like you said, you're gonna move the pocket a lot with him. I think we might see a little more play action uh, with him to try to free some linebackers because no, he's he's not a fleet of foot guy that you're gonna get out on the boundary and. And, and you know, have him run a lot of rollouts and waggles. But I also think some of that can be developed, you know, um, footwork as opposed to athleticism. You know, like Tom Brady's not the greatest athlete, but he has really good footwork. And I, I think even with, like, Phillip Rivers, Rivers has really good footwork without being an elite athlete. So there are some examples of guys where, you know, with, with enough timing and once you get out of college, you don't have that 20-hour rule anymore. I would think that Haskins' footwork is the first thing you're working on. Um, I, I Look, I think – that uh, there's some other teams that did very, very well 
that haven't been discussed enough because everybody was reacting. We react more to the surprises, right? We do that with the NCAA tournament. The snubs end up getting so much of our attention, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I felt like the Dillard pick that Philly getting in front of of Houston, I felt Houston uh, did a poor job and Philly did a great job getting in front of them and getting Andre Dillard. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. And this is the problem with when you have a front office that has a lot of friends in the media, we all find out who you want to take, and then we guess what we do? We say, hey, Houston really likes Andre Dillard. And then the, the Eagles find out, and they jump in front of them. The, the New York Giants used to do this all the time. You'd find out, ah, they really want Leonard Floyd. And then the Bears jumped them to get him. They really want Jack Conklin. The Titans jumped in to get him. So I, I think that the Eagles did a great job of getting the best true left tackle in this draft. You know, Jonah Williams is a great player. He went 11 overall. Andre Dillard is the one guy that you know is going to be a left tackle. He played there for four years at Washington State. He's a really good athlete, so a great pick by them. And, you know, and then Houston, I feel like they panicked a little bit by taking Titus Howard um, with the next pick, but he's, like, he's a really intriguing player to watch. Coming out of Alabama State, he's got really good power, pretty good athlete as well. So, um, you know, they, they had to make a quick pick there to fill that need on their offensive line, but I'm not going to write off Titus Howard. I think he could be a good player. Uh, I like the, the Tillery pick for the Chargers. And m- more than anything, he's like 6'6", 300 pounds, and he's an interior pass rusher who's like a pass rusher. He's long. And, he, like, look, it, do- it doesn't matter what you have coming off the edge. If you can't get up the middle against the best teams, against the Steelers, against uh, uh, against Kansas City, yeah, against, against you know, yeah. <laughs> against uh, the New England Patriots, the elite teams. Like, right. I really am I crazy to really like that pick? No, I liked it too. It took me a second last night to like process it, and then you look at man, all the D linemen went off the board. He was the last one that was really first round caliber guy. I think Gus Bradley's going to have a lot of fun moving him around. When Tillery was healthy to start last year college football season, he was unstoppable. Yeah. Then he hurt his shoulder. And I love the toughness. He played through a shoulder injury. A lot of guys aren't going to do that. But he played through it as a senior. Like, he knew, I'm going to get drafted in a couple months, but I want to play for my team. I want to get out there, take me up, I'll go. So I, I really like Jerry Tillery. Not a lot of splash to that pick, but yep. one that's going to be really solid. No, no no question. There's splash to Marquise Brown with that, that incredible uh, chain and medallion. But I don't understand how that works in Baltimore. Like, he's fast and explosive, but he's little, and you got a quarterback who's not terribly accurate, and they're not going to throw a ton of balls, right? So, I, I, I said the same thing. I don't know. This is like when I was in high school. I played receiver. I was a little fast guy, and we ran the triple option. I was a blocker. I don't know what Marquise Brown's going to do, man, because they, they when they throw the balls to all these tight ends that they've accumulated. So hopefully they're at least going to try to stretch the field, get people out of the box. This might open things up for Lamar Jackson more as a runner, but one of the first rules I learned in scouting and in coaching was when you don't have an accurate quarterback, you can't have small receivers. Yeah. You need guys with a big catch radius, like Nikhil Harry. You know, like you need. You that's need what, that's what I'm, I'm watching. Ball. I'm watching New England, and I'm like, that's the guy who should be in Baltimore, and the guy who's in Baltimore should be in New England. Yeah, exactly. They should just switch. Yeah, exactly. But um, I love Nikhil Harry. I can't wait to see what Tom Brady does with him. He's he, he doesn't get enough credit for being smart and like a really good route runner because people just think he's physical and you know powerful. He's he's really good. Okay, um, let's let's go back to the start because we haven't discussed. There's a lot to unpack there with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, it's not just that they're jettisoning Josh Rosen; it's that they had two other starting quarterbacks that they've also jettisoned, and coaches and offensive coordinators. 
But at the end of the day, everyone says, well, if it works, it doesn't matter. Will it work? Oh, I'm I'm doubtful. I, I still look at Cliff Kingsbury, and I, I love Cliff. He's so cool and fun, and I, he's very smart. He just got fired from Texas Tech, which is where he played college football, man. It's like if you get fired from your alma mater because you can't win there, and then you immediately get an NFL job, I want it to work. I, I truly do. I don't, I don't know if it's going to. It's such a big, big jump for him to go from losing in the Big 12 to trying to win in the NFC West with the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Niners. My goodness, like that's, that's a tough ask for anybody. So I, I like Kyler Murray. It's going to be exciting to see him out there. Steve Kime better hope this works because if it doesn't, he's out. I mean, yeah. he's out quickly if this doesn't work. No, he's gotten more more rope to, to hang himself with than, than any any guy I can remember because he's all the changes he's already made over his own decisions. Uh, what about Rosen? It's pretty obvious that the Giants and the Redskins prefer these unproven rookies to, to Josh Rosen. Um, the yeah. latest rumor is the Dolphins. Uh, is, is that a good fit? It is a good fit. This is something I heard last night. I actually reported this on our, our draft show last night. Was the Dolphins were the most likely team, and and I think we'll see that happen tonight. Most likely, they're going to figure something out around that second round pick. I do think it's a good fit. I'm excited to see what what they do down there with with Chad O'Shea, the offensive coordinator. You know, it's, it's a New England offense with his own spin on it. I don't think they're going to ask Rosen to move around a ton, um, which is good for him because that's not a strong suit. And I think with an offensive line that it does need some work, but you have a proven left tackle in Laramie Tunsil. You have some guys, Isaac Aviata at left guard, Daniel Kilgore at center. They have some better players, and he actually has some weapons. Like, you got Kenny Stills, and you have Mike Gusecki, and there, there are some players there that I, I think he could really work with, and guys that can be difference makers. It's also just like, it's a better spot than Arizona, where, you know, last year, like, time was suspended with the DUI, and then they fire the offensive coordinator. Byron Leftwich comes in and it's like, let's change everything. And then, you know, the, the offense or the, excuse me, the head coach gets fired. It was just never a good spot for him. And then he wasn't the guy they wanted. So I hope he goes to Miami with a big chip on his shoulder. Yeah. I don't really understand the, the Dwayne Haskins. Have, he went 15th, dude. He didn't go in the sixth round. He's got a big chip on his shoulder. But that's, 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 that's the thing now, right? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> 14 other mistakes, dude. 14 other mistakes. <laughs> Matt, great stuff. Yeah, I was watching on the app. I'll continue to watch tonight. Matt Miller, follow him on Twitter at, NFL, at NFL Draft Scout, the BLI BR, uh, BR Draft on Bleacher Report. Thanks so much. Let's get to uh, Dan Beyer. A little update. What do you got, Dan? Uh, Doug, this from Andy Reid, the Chiefs head coach, about wide receiver Tyreek Hill. We understand you have a lot of questions. I think you understand also that the case has been reopened. That was Andy Reid dropping that bombshell prior to the press conference that was introducing the newest Chief, Frank Clark. Now, the Johnson County DA's office did open reopen the child abuse investigation against or involving Tyreek Hill after audio was, was released last night of his fiance allegedly claiming that Hill was the one who abused their son. The Chiefs released a statement last night, or the today, excuse me, with GM Brett Veach saying last night, making a similar statement, adding their concern is with the young child. But the latest news, as you heard Andy read there, the child abuse investigation back open involving Tyreek Hill. The NFL draft will resume coming up at 7 o'clock Eastern time, second and third rounds in Nashville. Cardinals are on the clock, and the Cardinals could be wheeling and dealing. ProFootballTalk.com says the team is close to sending quarterback Josh Rosen to the Dolphins for a second-round pick, which would be 48th overall. Clemson has given head football coach Dabo Sweeney a 10-year, $93 million contract, the largest in college football history. The deal does include a special buyout for the Alabama job. Warriors and Clippers 
tonight, 10 o'clock Eastern time in Game 6 with the Warriors up 3-2. And Celtics head coach Brad Stevens says that guard Marcus Smart won't play this weekend because of his oblique injury and is a long shot to play next weekend when Games 3 and 4 take place as they begin their series with the Bucks on Sunday. We'll be back to the Doug Gottlieb Show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Shannon Sharp doesn't understand why the Ravens took a wide receiver in the first round. I'll give you my thoughts upcoming next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. In sports, a trade can make or break your team. It's no different when it comes to selling or trading your car. You need to make good choices. And with True Car, you got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash Offer, not available in all areas. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Tell you what I think happened to the Giants next hour. Shot faked. Deked or um uh, or psyched. Do you guys ever do psych? Psych? Am I my my yeah. too, yeah. too old? Right? You used to yeah. psych. No, you're not too old. Psych. I, we'll get to that with the with the Giants. Plus, uh, new Pirates shortstop Cole Tucker will join the show. Great name. Good hair. Awesome story. He'll join us upcoming. To, uh, top of next hour. We'll get you ready for a weekend. In sports, Pirates are here, aren't they? They're in they're in L. A. That is correct. Playing the Dodgers for the weekend. Might have to go to Chavez. Might have to take the little guy out, see some BP. All right, we'll, we'll get to that uh, upcoming top of the hour. Let's uh, every day this time we play for you a portion of a previous show, Fox Sports One, Fox Sports Radio. We call it. And now. <laughs> That little season, you can get a large bacon wrap deep, deep dish for just $12. It's wrapped in more than three feet of bacon, then topped with pepperoni, even more bacon, and only 12 bucks. A little Caesars available at participating locations, plus tax where applicable. This was Shannon Sharp on uh, Undisputed earlier today. Lamar Jackson's problem is throwing the football, not who he's throwing it to. That's the question. I would have thought if they're going to take a receiver, go with a little bigger body. Skip, you know if you're a first round, you're a receiver, and you go in the first round, you expect to go catch some passes. He's going to be doing more blocking than catching passes. And John Harbaugh explained that in free agency, when we go out, we got to tell the guy, you know what we do. Now, if you plan on coming here catching 80, 100 balls, that's not going to happen. What do you think, Hollywood Brown? He's like, man, yeah, he's ecstatic over the moon. First round draft pick. Yeah. Skip, you know he's not going to catch a whole bunch of balls. This is a running team. Their identity, identity is running the football. I'll never forget, uh, and I, it's funny, I was told at the time that Eddie Royal left, when he left the Denver Broncos, he told them, listen, I love it here, but I can't catch any balls here because Tim Tebow is our quarterback. Now, he walks out the door, and then Eli Manning, I mean, excuse me, Peyton Manning became the quarterback, and he would have been a great fit for Peyton Manning. Um, but the reason he left the Broncos for the Chargers was like you can't get any of your numbers if the quarterback rarely throws the ball, and when they do, they're not accurate. Now, Lamar Jackson is a better thrower than Tebow. He's got a really good arm, but he's not accurate. So, But the, the things working against him are, one, they don't throw very often. Now, they'll throw more often next year, but they're just not. Like, Lamar Jackson is a great runner. You're going to run him a ton, and they're off. And so schematically, that works against him. And then 
Lamar Jackson's not an accurate thrower. He's just not. Wasn't accurate in college. Wasn't accurate this year. So for inaccurate throwers, you need guys with a big catch radius. Unless he's going to play with a fishing net so he can catch footballs that way. This feels like a really good pick in terms of where he is on your big board and and value and a really bad pick in terms of fit for who you are and what you play. Nikhil Harry should have been uh, should have been their pick. Huge catch radius, goes up and gets it and can block. This isn't anti-Hollywood Brown. You know I'm not a huge Lamar Jackson long-term guy, but even more so, Hollywood Brown and 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 uh and Lamar Jackson, you know what that's like? Like women's basketball. What does the fuck say? I love women. Love basketball. Right? Not a huge, not a hater, but I can't ever say that there was ever a moment where I'm like, oh, uh, oh, a WNBA game's on. Honey, shh, you guys just... We're doing stuff here, right? Just being honest. Oh, it's hard for, It's hard to know that the rest of the world had other things going on last night, right? Like there's an NBA game and the Spurs um, beat the Nuggets. LaMarcus Aldrich, zero threes. Uh, what's the name? Uh, didn't even try a three. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. Lit them up, didn't even try. Like, I love the Spurs are who they are and did what they do. But, like, nothing else, I, nothing else mattered than NFL draft. Yes. Did you see the video that was going somewhat viral with the mad bridal parties that were trying to go to Nashville for their bachelorette trips? Yeah. Not knowing that the NFL draft was there? Not keepers. Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. Not keepers. Not a keeper. Right? Like, there's, have you ever seen Bronx Tale? You guys remember Bronx Tale? This is Ramos. You should remember the movie Bronx yes, Tale. Yes, Robert De Niro. Start of the movie. Start of the movie. The guys talks about you know like the how you know if she's a keeper is you open up the car door for her, you get in the car, and then you walk around the back to see if she unlocks the car door for you. Right, that's a keeper. Right? I can tell you what else isn't a keeper is if she's bridal party doesn't know NFL draft and then complains on TV about football. Not a keeper. These are wall issues. These are not issues that go away when you have kids. They get worse. Worse. You're going to argue about sports and kids and families and religion and all kinds of stuff. And that's when two people have, you know, are forced to live together in holy matrimony for the rest of their lives. That happens. But uh, if she's fighting you on football before you're even married and she doesn't have the wherewithal to know not to go to Nashville, well, yeah. Cole Tucker joins the show. What's his first week in Major League Baseball been like? We'll ask him next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. I think what we saw last night was quite amazing. I want to point out, I was the first guy to tell the world that Kyler Murray should play football. Do we remember when that was? Um, I know I said it on Cowherd after Christmas, but I said it 
But I said it before Christmas here, right? And my logic behind it is that while everyone talks about the huge payday that's possible in baseball, and baseball doesn't beat up your body as much. I was like, look, you you can people get drafted in baseball, but they still don't necessarily make it. And even when they make it, like it's not like you you make it to the major leagues and boom, right there you're making ten million a year. Like it's kind of like a four year process of playing in the bigs before you get to arbitration, and then you start talking about a big deal, unless you're one of the two or three best players in the game. No one knows this more than our next guest. His name's Cole Tucker. Great name, right? Like, man, that's a star name. Um, Who joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Recent call-up, starting shortstop, Pittsburgh Pirates. He joins us uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Cole, how are you? I'm doing great, Doug. Thank you so much for having me. You're uh, you're absolutely right. You hit that on the head. Okay, wait. So I don't don't give away the. I mean, obviously we know the ending now because you've had you know this like it's out of a movie what happened in your first major league at bat. But you get drafted out of high school. You were only 17, weren't you? Yeah, I was 17. Um, okay, so did you you finish? Do you finish your senior? You finish senior high school, and then where do you go? How does it work? Yeah. So. The draft is in June, right? The first week of June, and the last day of school was like May 25th or whatever. So graduate, get drafted. I'm still 17. I don't turn 18 till July, and I'm a I'm a kid. I go to Pittsburgh and I sign and I uh, do like a press conference and everything, and that's super glamorous and it's similar to what other sports do with their first round picks. But then the next day out of there after that press conference, I'm on a flight to Florida to go play in rookie ball and play in the Gulf Coast League, and uh, that's not as glamorous. You're playing on a on a backfield of the spring training complex and no one's there and no one really cares. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So you, you show up, what's that like? What's the, what's the jump like from high school uh, to playing in rookie ball? Um, competition wise, it's nuts, man. I mean, in high school, I grew up in Arizona where there's a ton of baseball talent and still even, even so going from high school to pro ball. I mean, you, you might see someone who's throwing 90 miles an hour once your entire high school career. And then you go from high school to pro ball where guys are throwing 95, 96, no problem. Like, it's nothing. It's just an everyday thing. So the speed of the game is quicker. Players get smarter. It's, it's as if you take the best player on in every state and throw them in a league, and that's that's what pro ball is. So it's definitely a jump up from, from high school, just jumping right in. Okay. That's at the lowest level of the minor league. Okay, so okay, so your lowest level of minor league, it's in, it's in rookie ball. You played 48 games there. Where'd you mm-hmm. play? Where'd you play next? Then I went to uh, Low A, which was in West Virginia. Okay. Tell me more. What town in West Virginia? Charleston, West Virginia. I played for the West Virginia Power, and uh, I played there in 15. I tore my labrum, and uh, I ended up coming back in 16 for like a couple weeks, and uh, that was my that was the extent of my Low A time. When you when you tear your labrum, and now like you made the decision to take take the money, and not you're going to go to U of A right to play baseball. Yeah. Uh-huh. You made the decision like, all right, I'm going to go be a professional baseball player. You tear your labrum. How do you do you rehab down in Florida with the Pirates? Do you go back home? How did you rehab? Yeah, I did a little mix of both. So it happened kind of towards the end of the season. Um, so at first I rehabbed a little bit in Florida with the Pirates. And then they were really cool. And they let me go rehab at home in Arizona just so I wasn't so miserable and away from my family and friends for the off season. So I got hooked up with a great place in Arizona, um, Fisher Sports. Institute and did my rehab there, and then uh, came back into spring training next year. Finished up my rehab in Florida, and then came back 
uh, about halfway through the year and uh, was a real was a regular player again. What, what's this like being 19, 20? You're in West Virginia. You're in Bradenton um, with High A, right? You're in Altoona. You're in Altoona for like two di- parts of two different seasons. Yeah. What 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 is that? Because look, so many people in basketball say, "Man, we got to go to the baseball system." Like, do you? I've actually played minor league basketball. It's not glamorous. What, yeah. What's the minor? Uh, what's it like for your just for your life? Forget about developing as a ball player. Yeah, it's not glamorous. You know, it, it it's not big league. It's not show at all. And uh, I people people see baseball and they see Mike Trout. They see Manny Machado. They see Bryce Harper. They see these players and think, "Oh, like baseball is just this." glamorous crazy life and it's not like when you're going through the minor leagues you're you're renting a a not so great apartment somewhere and living with buddies on your team and you're eating not so great food and unless you're lucky um you're really really fortunate you get picked high and you have a big signing bonus you're really not making a ton of money so um there's, there's a lot of work that goes that goes through that goes with that and there's a lot of uncertainties i mean i might be over my last 10 in Altoona, Pennsylvania, and I might never know if I'm ever going to get called up to AAA or called up to the big leagues. There's just a lot of uncertainty, and you never know until you know. And uh, it can be dark. It can be scary. There's a lot of time to think to yourself on bus rides and motels and all that. There's a lot of time to, to think and scare yourself, really, honestly. So what? It's, it's fascinating to have you on today. Cole Tucker joining me on the Doug Gottlieb Show. So I got a, I got a son. He's 10 years old. Okay. He lo- loves ball. He throws left, hits right. I know we got to turn him around. Ooh, Ricky Henderson. Yeah, yeah, throws left, hits right. Uh, He 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 took a fastball to the dome earlier this year, and it took like a week before it shut. uh, It it uh, it uh, it it really kind of rattled him. Um, He's still been good, but he's peaking a little bit and hitting the ball. You know, he's he's good, but he's uh, speed still kind of bothers him. So his whole thing is like explosive pitching, and believe it or not, in Southern California, at ten years old, you'll see some some kids like, man, they got a, they got an arm now, it starts to get real. Yeah, no uh, doubt. I remember okay. what it was like. So, so what what was the thing that mentally kind of held you back when you question yourself? You talk about long bus rides; they're tough. Baseball is the game of supreme failure. What was the mental hurdle that you had to most overcome? Yeah, you're absolutely right. There, it, it's a game of a ton of failure, which sucks, but it's also what makes it so great. I just had a ton of really good people around me um, my whole my whole life and my whole professional career helping me along the way. I've just been loved up and supported from people with the Pirates and uh, people outside of the Pirates. My family has been un- an unbelievable support system. And, and to go through something as treacherous and as long and daunting as the minor leagues are, you need those people. I need my, I need my folks with me. I need my grandma with me. Not, not necessarily living with me. But checking in with me, visiting me, and, and just talking me up and letting me know that I can do it, you know, and all great coaches and coordinators that we have in the in the system, and uh, with all of our development team, you know, and just having people in my corner letting me know the whole way that that I've got what it takes, you know, it, friends and family go a long way, and it's it's something that people don't think about or talk about because it's an off the field thing, but man, having those people in your corner and having your back really did go a long way for me. So you're in Indy. And your mom mm-hmm. was actually with you at the time, right? Correct, correct. And then, and then, did she have a sister that was with her as well? Her brother, her okay. brother, my uncle. Okay, so your your uncle and your mom, and are they in your hotel room? They have their own hotel room. Like you're in you're in Indy, and you get the call at I think one a.m. that you gotta that that you gotta fly out the next morning uh, to join the big club to join the Pirates. Take me through how like how did it all go down? 
Yeah, man. So we just got back, or we we got back from dinner. I was staying the night at the hotel with them. You know, they just got into town that day, so it was pretty pretty odd that they showed up and I go to the big leagues. You know, um, I get the phone call from my AAA manager, and you're in AAA. You get a phone call from a manager in the middle of the night. Nine times out of ten, means you're going to the big leagues. So I saw. Brian Esposito pop up on my phone, and I just freaked out, man. I just knew it. I knew, and I was so excited. I was like, man, don't don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. And he's like, man, I, I was going to, but I just want to call and let you know that you're going to the big leagues, and I'm so proud of you. And Espo, my manager, also happened to be my manager back when I was in Loway, West Virginia. So it kind of came full circle for him to be the one that gave me that call was nuts, and I just freaked out. I'm, I'm literally sitting and standing and jumping on the bed, just freaking out. And, uh, like, flailing around like a two-year-old. And then I called my dad, called my brothers, told them to get on a flight to Pittsburgh. I'm playing. I'm in the lineup the next day. I The call came at 1 o'clock. I had to go to the airport in Indy at 5. I didn't even sleep that night. I just played the next day running on fumes and, uh, and, and had my debut. It was nuts. You're kind of burying the lead. You hit a home run. And your first at bat, right? Like, and yeah. But by the way, uh, can you pick it up? You haven't hit a home run since. But um, <laughs> w- what is considering leaving out of high school, the path to get there, all the stops, the torn labrum and the surgery, the rehab, the no sleep. What do you remember about rounding the bases after hitting oh your God. first career home run in your first career at bat? Yeah, man. I uh, I. I hit it, and I knew off the bat, like, I got it. You know, sometimes you hit a homer, and you know immediately. And I, on this one, I knew. Like, sometimes you just click one, and you, and you know what it feels like. And I hit this ball, and I was just so happy and just calm, rounding first base. And, I like, obviously I knew what I did. I didn't black out or anything. And then rounding second base, I was super calm, too. You know, acting like I'd been there before, yeah. being really badass. And then I'm rounding third. And I just saw my teammates freaking out in, in the dugout. Chris Archer's freaking out. Jameson Tyon's freaking out. Josh Bell's freaking out. All these big leaguers who I have who I respect and admire are freaking out. And I see the, the, the fans in the stands just freaking out, just elated for me. I just let out like a scream, you know, around in third. And I was, just tr- I was just chugging home, freaking out. Once I got into the dugout, I, I couldn't stop screaming. I felt like I was possessed. I was just screaming like, F, yes, F, yes, F, yes. I couldn't stop. I, I I don't know what came over me. The crowd didn't sit down. They kept cheering. They wanted me to come out for a curtain call, and I did that. Like nobody gets a curtain call in their first big league game ever, man. It was just it was a storybook day, and uh, I was so happy that my family got to come up and and catch it with me. All right, couple couple other quick ones. Uh, hat size, uh, seven and a half. Okay. With all my hair, before it was like a seven and a fourth, but with all my hair, it's nuts. Okay, and and when you get when you get to the bigs, does everything fit perfectly? Like, do they have all the, or did you have to get something adjusted? Like, yeah, that's not really how I like how how I like it. How how was it when you first got to the bigs and you you see your uniform sitting there for you? Yeah, everything is perfect. The the big leagues is all about just taking care of you and making you look sick. It, it, there's the the production team, the clubhouse team. Um, everything is tailor-made for you to just look like a big leaguer, and, and everything fits perfectly right when you get there. It's it's laughable. Is that the? I was getting the, the next question was what is the best part about being a big leaguer? Um, man, the like everything. You know, there's there's nothing bad about it. Um, but the the culmination of all the work and all the struggle and the ups and downs of my whole life, man. I've I've wanted to be a big leaguer since I was five years old, and I found out who Derek Jeter was. I've I've wanted. I've wanted to get to this point so long, and it's just so sweet and so fulfilling 
for myself and like I said before, all the people that have poured into me over the years to be here and feel that fulfillment. You know, my, my lifelong dream and goal came true. So now now that I'm here, I'm just here to soak it all in and, and enjoy it and be the best player I can. Your uh, your uncle had to drive your car from, yeah. from Indy to Pittsburgh, right, in order to, to get it there. What That's kind right. of, What kind of car is it? It is a Jeep Wrangler. Nice. It's a, it's a white Jeep Wrangler, yeah. Does it have the doors or no doors? It's got the doors, man. I'm not trying to die. It's, uh, it's got I'm, all doors. It's got the it's got the roof on it. It's got it all there. I'm just I thought I pictured Arizona. I hair going everywhere. I didn't know if it had no doors, no top. <laughs> that that's just that's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, la- last thing, like, look, uh, you've been doing this a little bit now, but dude, now you're on the road tonight. Chavez Ravine. Uh, yeah, West I'm pulling Co- up and, right now. Yes, and are you all right now? And then, I mean, I, I, I'd love to know your thoughts, but then tomorrow night, Chavez Ravine against Kershaw, like a Kershaw night. Have you has it has it gotten real to you? Do, do you understand what you're going through yet? Yeah, totally, man. Uh, it's it is so big and so grand. I mean, Dodger Stadium. It's it's like the mecca of baseball. You know, here in Wrigley and Fenway, Yankee Stadium are kind of in a class of their own, just based off of the history of what's happened in these stadiums. So I'm so excited to hear my name called and walk up to the plate tonight, and to be able to make plays at shortstop in front of a sold out crowd at Dodger Stadium Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like. This is I'm, I'm getting thrown right in the fire with this being my first road trip, and I'm so happy about that. Okay, so what is um, what is it, the rookie it'll be a dream? Come my best friends uh, is Cody Bellinger plays on the other team. It'll be a special moment for us to be able to play against each other as pros for the first time. We uh, we've been talking about this for years, and it just it just feels so real that it's happening. Yeah, we had for, him. We. We had him on. He said Justin Tucker was his his best friend. So I just that's the only thing I was going to tell you about Bellinger. He did not actually say you were his best friend. So maybe it's not a. Uh, I'm 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 kidding. I'm ki- I'm kidding. Of of uh, of course. Um, uh, all all that all that is simply simply remarkable. Hey, dude, listen. Uh, in, enjoy all of what's going. Oh, what's the what's the rookie hazing? Have they started to haze yet? Do you yet? Is there anything that you have to do? Do you got to get dressed up in a bunny outfit yet? Nothing yet, nothing yet. I'm sure they're still cooking up something for me, but uh, nothing so far. We're all we're all clear so far, but I'm sure it's coming. All right, got to get off the losing streak and get back in the good way. Best of luck in the three-game set. Hopefully we'll say, see you out at the ravine, and thanks for joining us. Believe it. Thank you so much, Doug. All right, that's Cole Tucker. Shortstop, Pittsburgh Pirates. Doug Gottlieb Show brought to you by Farmers at Farmers. You've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything when it's game time. Have an experienced player help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. I want you to imagine that for a second. That you, you're, in, you're a professional baseball player for five years. You get called up to the bigs. You haven't slept a wink. You fly from Indianapolis to Pittsburgh. You get off. You go through BP. You're in a major league stadium for the first time ever. And in your first career at bat, you hit a home run. Right? Like, they do movies about that, and you go, no way. And that's what he did. What we learned about Dave Gettleman and the Giants last night. I'll share it with you next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
Do it right and get a landscape you'll love by shopping at Lowe's. You'll find great deals in-store, like four bags of premium mulch now for just $10. That's it? It's a great deal. I do know the price of mulch. That's a good deal. Valid in-store through May 1st while supplies last. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. You're screwed if you're in Alaska. Sorry if you're mulching. this. But I don't know how much spring has sprung yet in Juneau. We're big in Juneau. Not as big in Anchorage. We've struggled with our numbers recently in Anchorage. And, uh... Aloha and mahalo. That's the only Hawaiian I know, although I do love the islands. Um, I'm not sure there's much mulching going on out there. A little more El Natural. A little more El Natural. Do you, do you guys, do we, do, do we guys all know the psych thing? I feel like it was from my childhood and I, no, no, I get intern going, yeah, it's the, you don't, you don't know this music? You used to, like, when you fake somebody out, you'd say something that was wrong. Oh, oh, that's you go, psych. psych. Yeah, psych. Yeah, gotcha. Or you could, you could, like, pretend like you're going to shake their hand. When you and said, you do the psych, and then you do the, the head side, head <laughs> swipe thing. I, when you first said psych, I was thinking this was some type of psychic, like. No, like, psych. Yeah, psych. Psych. Like, like, I psyched you out. I faked you out. Like, hey, good joke. Psych. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Psych. Uh, in, in hockey, they call it a deke. Right? A deke. To fake somebody out to, in, in cards, it's a bluff. In Princess Bride, it's to blave. To blave, which we all know means to bluff. I think that's what happened to the New York football giants. It's not that they didn't want Daniel Jones, but they probably could have got him at 17, but the Redskins were in front. And it's a hard thing to sit there and go like, I don't need that. Because you don't want to be who the Texans are tonight. Right? The Texans are sitting there and they reached for a need. Everybody knew they needed a tackle. Need a tackle, need a tackle, need a tackle. And the Eagles are like, well, they need a tackle and we want a tackle. Uh, let's, we just have to be, we don't have to be five spots in head, uh, ahead of the Texans. We just have to be one. And that's what they did. So instead of getting pass rushing at four, which was available and was of a need, they got psyched out. They got faked out. They got bluffed. Blaved. And well, we may never know if the Redskins really, really wanted Daniel Jones. I mean, truth is, the Redskins might actually want Daniel Jones better. Can, by the way, can we stop championing Dwayne Haskins and this nonsense of, what did he say that, you know, I'm more motivated than ever. Like, the league messed up. Like, what are you even talking about? Like, what what are you even talking about? Look, if it's the Giants who you thought you were going there, fine. You were never mentioned with the Cardinals. You didn't work out for the Cardinals, correct? You did work out for the Raiders. Maybe you meant the Raiders. We're talking about two teams. Look at the ones that went in front. The, 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 the Atlanta Falcons... They have their quarterback. The Dolphins do not. Dolphins do not. The Packers have their quarterback. The Bengals have a quarterback who's been hurt. Okay. Steelers have their quarterback. Bills have their quarterback. Lions have their quarterback. Jaguars have their quarterback. Tampa has their quarterback. Raiders have their quarterback. Jets have their quarterback. Niners have their quarterback. Who's the, who did you so wrong? This is the problem with our culture of young people. Instead of going like, don't care where I go, fired up to be here. That was Bradford. That was uh, uh, Darnold last year. 
Like, I get into this with my own children, so I'm not, my kids are not immune to it. But but th- this is the this is a cultural problem that we we are championing. Dude, you went 14th in the draft. You started one year in college. Do you know how hard that is to do? Do you have any cognitive clue on how hard that is to accomplish? What a magnificent ach- achievement that is! And oh yeah, by the way, this is a Redskins team. That just traded for Case Keenum. That has Colt McCoy. And they're still paying Alex Smith. That's three other quarterbacks they're paying. And they still think you're better than all three. Alex Smith probably never plays football again. Case Keenum's a glorified backup. Colt McCoy, the same thing. Instead of having perspective and going, damn, Redskins think I'm so good that I'm going to beat out those two guys. Because that's what happens, right? You draft a first round pick, you're going to start at some point this year. Case Keenum was in an NFC Championship game two years ago. He started last year for the Denver Broncos, and this team just said, I know we get we traded for him. We're paying him a bunch of money. We think you're better. And, the, and this is not even a Dwayne Haskins problem. This is a societal problem. What are we doing that a kid goes 14th in the draft and 10 of the teams in front of him don't need a quarterback, and he has the balls to go, ah, the league made a mistake. Huh? What am I missing? We have raised a great, a lot of un, a completely ungrateful human beings. That's what it strikes me as. And I think Dwayne Haskins is a good player. I think he's got bad feet. I'm not sure it's a good fit with the West Coast system because he can't really move. But he can really throw a football. And he's a smart kid, a smart football player. I like him. I do. The Redskins could have had Josh Rosen. They didn't trade for Josh Rosen. They didn't. They selected Dwayne Haskins. And he has the nerve to go, the league made a mistake. Like, you can go like, hey, there's a couple teams I thought were going to draft me that didn't. Uh, You know, I want to prove the Redskins right the rest of my career. I get it. There's emotion tied to it or whatever. But it's because that initial reaction is everybody else screwed up. That's the problem with what we're doing and what we're raising. That's the problem. That's an us problem. I was a joke to me. Like, I'd be embarrassed if I was his family. Instead of in the moment going, I can't believe I'm in the NFL. I dreamed of it. I imagined it. Now I'm playing for the Washington Redskins, my hometown team. This is amazing. His initial reaction is his honest reaction, and that reaction was... People had done him wrong. What? Drew Locke was in the green room last night. Somebody told the NFL they were going to take him in the first round. They didn't. All 32 teams have had a chance to draft him and have chosen not to do so. I don't think once he's drafted in the second or third round, he will have been done wrong. But at least he has some form of argument for having been told something and it not played out as such. I just, I I think it's a joke. I think it's a joke. We raise a group of ungrateful people. And we do this with, this is my problem with student athletes. 
that we tell people they should be paid, they should be paid, or they, they're not getting enough. Do you have any idea? Do you have modern day slavery? Do you have exploit? Do you have any idea? I talked to a college basketball coach. It's a true story. Earlier, uh, I, yesterday. And he's like, look, we got to fix our housing situation. I go, what's the matter with your housing? I've been to your campus. It's like, well, you know, we have apartments. They're about 15 years old. Each kid gets his own room. You know, they're really nice. They have a pool or whatever. But all these schools in the South, they're all kids living off campus. And all the apartments have like a lazy river and they have a beach and they have this and they have that. And like, we can still get kids, but it's harder because, you know, they go to a campus and they see Glamister locker room, brand new practice facility, brand new door. You know, they live off campus. They get everything they want, cost of attendance. Like we're raising, forget about the idea that people don't realize how hard it is to get into college. All they're getting, all they're getting to just play a sport in college. And we do this from the time that they're young. I'm not going to play for that AAU team unless my kid starts and gets the ball and everything goes through him. And he gets free shoes and doesn't have to play for the uniform and doesn't have to go to practice. That's when it starts. And it culminates in draft day. To this point, the greatest moment of his life. That's including a dominant bowl performance and beating Michigan. He was told by the professionals in the National Football League that he's the third best available quarterback in the entire NFL draft. It's pretty amazing. And instead of looking at it from that perspective, league screwed up. Dude, you went 14th, not 45th. You're not Mr. Irrelevant. You're not un- Tony Romo was undrafted. Can we please do a better job of giving our young people perspective on just how good they have it. Dan Byers got great perspective, how good he has it. This is for all the haters out there. All the haters. For everybody who said that I couldn't do an update and talk about the Warriors and Clippers. (laughs) Uh, This is for you because the Warriors and Clippers play game six of their playoff series tonight, 10 o'clock Eastern time in L.A. Warriors are up 3-2 in the best of seven matchup. They try to close it out again. If they can't do it tonight, then they'll go back to Oakland for a Game 7 on Sunday. If the Warriors do close out the Clippers tonight, then they'll begin their series with the Rockets on Sunday in Oakland in the Western Conference semifinal series. Also on Sunday, Celtics open their series against the Bucks. Head coach Brad Stevens says guard Marcus Smart won't play this weekend because of his oblique injury and is a long shot to play in Games 3 and 4, which would come up next weekend. College football, the big news of the day, Dabo Sweeney got a contract extension to be the head coach at Clemson. It's a new 10-year deal with 93 million dollars for Dabo and the deal does include a special buyout for the Alabama job as he'd have to pay more to leave and coach his alma mater and now in the NFL the second round of the NFL draft gonna get underway in less than 90 minutes or so in Nashville second and third rounds taking place tonight the Cardinals are reportedly close to trading quarterback Josh Rosen to the Dolphins for a second round pick that's number 48 overall that's according to profootballtalk.com and then there was this from Kansas City today there are a lot of folks here I, I know that we're not here last night when Brett made his his statement. Um, we're sensitive to that. We understand you have a lot of questions. Um, I think you understand also that the case has been reopened. So we'll stay, stick with the statement that we made uh, 
last night about Tyreek. That was Chiefs head coach Andy Reid explaining that the Johnson County DA's office has reopened the child abuse investigation involving Tyreek Hill and that Hill will not participate in any team activities. We'll be back to the Doug Gottlieb show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so, we're, we all agree Pat Mahomes is awesome, right? Does anybody have any disputing that? He was the MVP of the league. Okay. And that wasn't like a fluke thing. It doesn't feel like it's a one and done thing. Like he had this spike early on and it's going to level off. I don't know if the league will kind of adjust because he does take a lot of chances and he does throw some, he has some non-traditional throws at times across his body. But you, when you watch Pat Mahomes, you're like, oh, that, that, that dog will hunt, right? That dude can play. That dude can play. So, um, if we all agree Pat Mahomes is the truth, the thought is that the Kansas City Chiefs offense should be fine. But but we got to stop for one second. What happened last night, and you heard um, Dan Byer play the clip of Andy Reid as they're going to reopen the investigation, which it it's not going to end well for... Um, for Tyreek Hill. I would guess he's played his last game with the Kansas City Chiefs. That's a hard one to come back from. And even if there was some sort of proof that he had done no wrong, with the audio and then combined with the Kareem Hunt video, just there's there's you don't have the equity to spend with people and you can't say like, Hey, we're going to suspend him for the season and bring him back in a year. Even if you would probably say like, that's kind of fair. Like, right. Like Kareem hunt. The reality of it is why does he have to go somewhere else? Why is it? It's okay for him to play in the league, but not with the Kansas city chiefs, but that's what we do. Now you add in that Tyreek Hill has a past with domestic violence, going back to when he's at Oklahoma state. And you're like, yeah, he gone. And if you think, look, it's Pat Mahomes. It's Andy Reid. It doesn't matter. When they had Kareem Hunt, they averaged 256 yards a game. 3.7 TDs per game. Excuse me. I'm sorry. 356 passing yards per game. Not rushing. Passing yards per game. With him. 3.7 TDs per game. 66.6% completion percentage. 9.14 yards per attempt and they averaged 36.7 points per game. Without Kareem Hunt, they averaged 234 yards passing per game. Now, in fairness, it's also in cold weather, and the schedule was a little bit more difficult. Okay? So there's not, they're not truly a control group, right? We can't go through a whole season yet without him. But 100-plus less yards passing, 120 yards less per, uh, per game passing, 1.8 touchdowns per game. That's half as many touchdowns per game. 63.5% completion percentage. 
7.77 yards per attempt and averaging 32 points per game. Four less points per game. And that's only without your running back. Now you take out your best receiver. Who's it, who demands double coverage and still gets open. And you have the quarterback with maybe the best arm in the league and a wide receiver who you can't overthrow. It changes your, your special teams, your kick game, your punt game, because he's a touchdown waiting to happen. It, it changes the dynamic. Like, look, the, the Chargers' whole thing was, oh, we got to stop that dude. Second time around, we just let's stop that guy. The Patriots, they were they they created a way to double team more di- differently than anybody else. Like for, Pat Mahomes is great, but he had arguably the best running back and arguably the best or most dynamic wide receiver in the league, and he's lost both of them over the past six months. Oh, and I, I might have failed to mention they acquired Frank Clark via trade, gave him a huge contract, and he has a domestic violence got back going back to college, which you can say is unfair, but dude, anything goes wrong with Frank Clark and you eat all that money and he'll never play for the Chiefs. And, you know, good luck bringing in anybody with any sort of baggage to Kansas City. Fewer yards per game, fewer touchdowns, lower completion percentage, lower uh, yards per attempt, and fewer points per game. And that was only when they lost Kareem Hunt over the last five regular season games. Imagine without Tyreek Hill. Like I said, no disrespect to Arizona drafting, you know, a five foot ten quarterback and the mess that is Josh Rosen and the Giants and what they're doing. Tyreek Hill and that audio dropping, that was the story of yesterday. And that's the one that has the most effect on this year in the NFL. Josh Rosen might have a new team soon. Find out where next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I hope you're about to have a spectacular weekend. Think I might go out to the stadium and meet Cole Tucker tomorrow. Ramos coaching some ball games. Doubleheader tomorrow there, Doug. Doubleheader tomorrow. We got a doubleheader in football tonight. One in baseball tomorrow. Then uh, baseball and a couple hoops games on Sunday. In-laws in town as well. Got a lot going on at the Gottlieb House. Hope you have a great and safe weekend. You enjoyed the NFL draft, the NBA playoffs. Uh, we'll preview for you tonight's game six of the Clippers Warriors in a minute. But first, let's get to the press. <laughs> The press. At Little Caesars, you can get a large bacon-wrapped deep, deep dish for just 12 bucks. It's wrapped with more than three feet of bacon, then topped with pepperoni, and even more bacon. For only 12 bucks at Little Caesars, available participating locations, plus tax where applicable. Fire. Damn, Byer, what do you got? Doug, you uh, talked a lot about the Tyreek Hill situation. For those that may just be tuning in, He his child abuse investigation case involving him has been reopened by the Johnson County District Attorney's Office. Chiefs announced last night that he would not be taking part in any team activities. That obviously still stands today. That's the update on Tyreek Hill. I, I, I got re- to remember, what happened with the, the Oklahoma case? Uh, there's some... If you, I'll tell you what, if you watch the clip of Channel 5 in Kansas City... I thought they did an outstanding job of covering the story. They brought in a legal correspondent who kind of pointed out that there's there's more to it than just the domestic violence or the child endangerment. There's also a conspiracy for both of them, considering what they were talking about, basically lying to the police. So um, 
Yeah, I mean, that, it, I, I watch that clip and you'll know a little bit more. But I, I wonder if he's still on probation from what happened in Oklahoma between. Yes, Ryan, have you found that out? Says he pleaded guilty to a mes- domestic assault and battery by strangulation, sentenced to three years probation. But that was back in 2014. So if that has all been completed, he should technically no longer be on any type of probation because he underwent uh, anger management courses and a year long uh, batterers program. Clearly, they worked. That's sarcasm, unfortunately. All right, what else you got? Cardinals are closing in on a trade that would send quarterback Josh Rosen to the Dolphins for the 48th overall pick in the draft, which is in the second round. Second round begins in a little over an hour. Okay. Yeah, Rosen's become kind of a sympathetic figure, but uh, if he gets new life with the Miami Dolphins, he's got an outstanding young head coach, and he's got Ryan Fitzpatrick to learn from. And, uh, you know, for a guy, Josh Rosen, who – at times been criticized for being the smartest, too much of the smartest guy in the room, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Did you know Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard? No, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Jerome Bettis is from Detroit, too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What T- else you got? TV ratings for last night's NFL draft were down 2% from a year ago when Fox and the NFL Network televised the draft. This, according to the Sports Business Journal, last night's numbers were a total from the NFL Network, ESPN, and ABC, which broadcast the draft. I didn't know it was on ABC. Did you? Yes. Yes. Still there? Didn't watch. What you watch. Wa- what, what coverage did you watch? I watched ESPNs. Um, I think Trey does a really good job. You know, it's uh, having been there. Like Boomer had done it for so long, and the second day crew was so good for so long, and now the second day crew is part of the first day crew. I thought NFL Network. Our guy Daniel Jeremiah just crushes it. He's amazing. Same with uh, Charles Davis as well. Uh, two good crews. It's a well covered. Like, I just think the NFL, they do things right. Eventually, they get things right. Are you not entertained? Clemson has given head football coach Dabo Sweeney the largest contract in college football history. It's a 10-year deal worth $93 million for Dabo. Worth every penny. And they put a special clause in there, right, about going to Alabama? Yeah, he's gonna, if, he, if he leaves for the Alabama job, the buyout would be more. And there's different escalators. The value of the buyout goes down as the length of this contract goes down, but so does the, the buyout of the contract and then the buyout for the Alabama job. So it would be $4 million plus another $2 million if it was Alabama if he left right now. I, I, I understand there's huge money there, huge, huge money. And I understand that you sit there and you go like, well, why can't the players? Remember, he was a player. Then he was a grad assistant making $5,000, sleeping on couches, eating Top Ramen. And he earned his way to being a wide receivers coach and then was the interim coach and everybody bought in. And eventually he's won two national championships. Now they come to the games. They come to Clemson because of Dabo. So I get it. Players that achieve greatness in college get drafted last night in the NFL. Coaches that achieve greatness in college and stay, they get paid more money. That's the way it works. Virginia men's basketball team has, de- has declined an invitation to the White House to be honored for their national championship. Tony Bennett, the head coach in the statement, said it would be difficult to get everyone together as some are leaving for pro opportunities, some are moving on from UVA, but they are not going to the White House. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. I looked at my schedule, completely booked. Wouldn't you know it? It's a really long, like, it's like, no, Charlottesville, D.C., it's like, you know, hour and a half drive. Like, nah, be so hard to get everybody together. Sorry, this is actually the best way. Not making a political statement while making a political statement. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. I would still go, by the way. Just wanted to point that out. Whether you agree or don't, uh, you disagree with the politics. Just because how often do you get a chance to go?
you know, once every 30 years or so. Who wins tonight? Is it is it over music? I think it's over. Warriors win. I do, too. I do, too. And we're going to have all the NBA playoff coverage and complete coverage of the NFL Draft on Monday on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.